you wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can contact us by email, hello at sundrahealing.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, add us on Google+, and of course, visit our website, sundrahealing.com. Today, we have an amazing guest with us, and his name is Radley Valentine. He is an internationally known speaker, author, spiritual intuitive, radio show host, and a recovering certified public accountant. (laughs) (laughs) After leaving the corporate world, Radley became widely recognized as the co-author with Doreen Virtue of the best-selling Angel Tarot Cards, Archangel Power Tarot Cards, Guardian Angel Tarot Cards, Angel Answers Oracle Cards, Fairy Tarot Cards, and the Big Book of Angel Tarot. He is also the co-teacher with Doreen of the best-selling Certified Angel Card Reader Course. I know Boyd and I have all of the decks that were mentioned there, and we've both had the uh, uh, been blessed to be able to take the Certified uh, Angel Card Reader Course as well and uh, have enjoyed it immensely. And so welcome, Radley. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> we are doing wonderful. So pleased <laughs> to have you on the show today. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for having me. Today, Radley, we're going to be talking about uh, taking the fear out of spirituality. And uh, I love this topic. And thank you very much for suggesting that and putting that forward, because I think this is a really, really big thing for a lot of people. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a very important thing. I mean, it, it it comes out of my own personal experience, but, you know, it's like um, um, organized religion can have its place and can be such a blessing, but it can also be such a challenge to a lot of people, and a lot of people can come out of those um, philosophies rather wounded and, and rather uh, having had their self-confidence um laid, wasted. And so I think it's very important for us to find ways to take the fear out of spirituality. And and I think that's uh, part of my life purpose is helping people to do that and also helping people to get the magic back in their lives. Hmm. You definitely embrace the magic of things. <laughs> well, I do. I mean, you know, it's it's. I honestly, truly believe that life is magic. It's 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 my tagline. I've been saying it for fourteen years or so now. But but it's. I really, honestly believe that. I think the very air that we breathe is absolutely filled with sparkly magic that we just can't see because we've either been talked out of it by society or or um, other things have happened in our lives that have made us feel that we've put up our shields or we've made ourselves immune to that magic. But I really honestly, truly believe that the universe has our back. And 
I always like to say before anybody gets confused, I don't care which word you use, whether it's God or universe or source or the divine or heaven or Jesus, or you pick a word, I don't care, Quan Yin. But I think that's all kind of all the same. It's all the same. And we're a part of that. We're tapped into that magic. And where we get astray in our life is where we stop seeing that magic and we start seeing life as an entrapment or a sense of 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 failure for ourselves or for others or something that we just are not enjoying. And when we're not enjoying that, that means that our compass is not set towards joy. That means we're not following our passions. That means we're not tapped into the magic. And um, I, I just firmly believe that. In fact, my first solo book with Hay House is coming out in 2017. And that's really what it's about. It's about getting that magic back in your life. Can you share the name of your book yet? <laughs> I can't. Oh, dang. <laughs> no, but it's a really good title. <laughs> There's a teaser it's a really for good you. Title. Well, it's like it's nice. Hay House gave me a two book deal um, on my own as Doreen starts to really wind down into her retirement and stuff. And so um, I've got a couple of decks coming out in 2017. Well, one in 2017, one in 2018, and then a book in 2017 and a book in 2018. And also my own video course is coming out in 2017. But that's all that digression. Sorry, I didn't mean to go there. No, but no. you know, it's it's it's. I really do believe that, and and part of that is taking the fear out of spirituality. It's very difficult for people to get in touch with their spiritual side and the and the part of them that is the divine if they have fear based around those things. So, yeah. Um, so you when you first um, started talking to angels, um, you were I don't know, five years old. Yep. Can Five. you can you share yeah, can you share that experience with us? You know, that um um that that was a very it was it was actually something of a, a bit of a little bit of a traumatic experience mm. uh, to be honest with you. Um I um um was was 5 years old and I um I was awakened to um, what I believe now to have to have been an angel that was that was standing outside my bedroom window saying, you know, Radley, Radley, get an ambulance. And and I looked out my bedroom window and I saw the next door and the next door, the house next door was on fire. And my best friend ran out of the house and he was on fire. Mm. And and so I went downstairs and I, I told my I tried to tell my parents I, I was kind of traumatized. I could barely speak. And um, but I finally got it out. And my dad was like a lightning bolt out of the bed and and across the street. And um, um, sadly, he died um, because the ambulance got lost twice. And my oh, dad man. wrapped wrapped him up in a blanket and took him in the car. And it was such such a sad story in a way. But you know, the, the encounter was magical in that um, my mom. I for a long time I wouldn't go to my room, <laughs> and so my mom finally, yeah. And so my mom finally said, you know, we really got to work this out. So we went to my bed bedroom, and she said, now look out your window, and I did. And what she was pointing out to me was that it was not possible to see that house from my window. It was on the other side of of our house, and wow. and 
And so that was my first sort of psychic, angelic experience. And my mom was really great. We're half Cherokee. And so my mom was really great. She sat me down and said, okay, you got a, uh, you, you got that little thing, that little something extra, and we're not going to be afraid of that, and we're not going to be scared of it, and we're going to keep moving with it. But, you know, it's like you go to high school, and, it, you know, you kind of don't, you know, I knew I was intuitive, and I kind of knew when the phone was going to ring, and I kind of knew who was telling a lie and stuff like that. But my my next encounter with an angel was when I was 19 years old, and I'd had a terrible breakup. I mean, it was my first love, you know, first kiss, first everything, and I was devastated. And I, re- I remember that in my tears and in my sorrow and in my crying, I literally heard the words, you will not be alone. And, you know, psychic gifts, as most people probably know, do not generally work like that. You don't literally hear. You hear in your mind's ear or you see in your mind's eye. That's usually the way it works for most people. And for me, that was true because I'm claircognizant. I just know stuff. But I literally heard the words. And every time my primary guardian angel, Joshua, wants my attention, that's the direction he goes. He he just gathers up all his strength and he makes it audible for me. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I love him. He's great. <laughs> now, so this, all this, you know, takes place for you, Radley, and uh, you end up being a, a CPA. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so that's yes. an adventure. <laughs> you know, it was okay. It really was okay. I, 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 I actually started college in music and dance, and. And by a year and a half into college, I noticed that a lot of people were coming back from New York City in tattered tights and half starved to death. And I started to think, hmm, maybe this is not a good career choice <laughs> if I want to eat um, and and dress myself. So I um, I just had a friend who was taking accounting, and I took the first class, and I came into the I went into the the final exam with 103 average. And I was like, wow, I'm really good at this. And by the time I had really discovered the error of my ways, it was too late to change my major. I, I didn't have the money or the time. <laughs> and, and But it, it was okay. It, it really was. It, whether or not I was happy as a CPA depended on who I was doing it with. Mm. And I, I was really lucky. I started out the gate at a, ironically in a publishing house um, with lots of super wild creative types who wore, wore fresh fruit as earrings and and you know and <laughs> and because I was the bubbly personality that I tend to be I was different from the other accountants and so I excelled you know I was unhappy when I was with a company that was kind of icky and that would tend to happen because I kept moving to startups and startups tend to be these fabulous fun companies up front and then they get big and you sell them to evil empire corporations and then it's a drag so I actually did that um, uh, three t- three times wow. and then decided that's enough so what did you do then <clears throat> Well, that's interesting. So, um, <laughs> I, 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 
I took some time off when I decided I couldn't do it anymore. I, I took some time off and um, my then boyfriend gave me a copy of John Holland's book, Born Knowing. And I went with my three brothers to the beach and I read Born Knowing on the beach and I was like totally tripping out. It just changed everything for me. I felt like, wow, somebody's been following me around this is my life. This is what I want. I'm going to go to Arthur Findlay College. Oh my God, who knew that Hogwarts existed? You know, <laughs> and and I was just all about it. And and at the same time, um, another friend said, "Oh yeah, you're going to go. You're going to go be trained by John Holland." I said, "Yes, I'm so excited about it." He says, "Well, you should, you should go be trained by Doreen Virtue. You're the angel boy." And and I was like, "Who's that?" And and so I, I called to try to get into that class, and Charles Virtue, her son, was then the person doing registration, and and he said, wow, you're really meant to be in this class. And I asked him, well, why do you say that? And he said, because this class has been booked up for three months, and I just got off the phone five minutes ago with someone who canceled, so you're in. Wow. There's some and, synchronicity for you. Yeah. And I actually wound up getting trained by Doreen before I went to John. And, and, you know, it was both of those experiences. I mean, this back then eight angel therapy practitioner course with Doreen was six days, six days of sheer bliss. And, <laughs> and I loved that. And John Holland was really lovely to me and, and we're friends now because of where my career is gone. But, you know, I tried to do that whole thing. I tried to do a spiritual career and it just wasn't working. It just was going nowhere. And, um, and so I got scared and I went back to accounting in, with the government mm. of all places. And that didn't, I, that I did that for two years and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> you know, people who work for the government are very special people because that is a, that is, that is a different world. Yeah. Just that's one way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Extra. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's like the second time I quit, what, what made it work was I actually started following my guidance. And once I started following my guidance, then it really worked. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, then really things started to take off for me. So, I'm just sitting here as you're talking. I can actually feel the excitement coming from you. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, following your angelic guidance made it easy for you to do this, is what you just said. Uh, how, mm-hmm. for, for the other listeners that are listening to this, um, and for me, I know they have guidance as well. Everybody has it. How can they tell? How can they listen in and, and actually tune into that? I think we... Well, there, gosh, the many answers to that question. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, I think you tell the universe how you want it to communicate with you. And, um, you know, if you're into angels, then great, go with that. If you, if, 
you like numbers and you're very analytical, work with angel numbers. If you like cards, go with that and work with the tarot or angel oracle cards. But, you know, tell the universe or tell your angels how you want to communicate with them. They just, all they want is to know what divine language you want to use, and then they'll work with you on it. But we also have an innate compass. We know when something is right or wrong for us. And one of my favorite things that Abraham says, uh, Esther Hicks, who I think is divine herself, but um, always says is that one of the worst possible things that you can do for yourself is to do something that you know or feel is wrong. Not what society knows or feels is wrong, what you know or feel is wrong. Mm. And, you know, it's just really bad for you. And and so I started getting, you know, the the hit that it's like, you know, I needed to be like, for example, I needed to be a vegetarian. And I'm like, I don't want to be a vegetarian. <laughs> and my angels are like, you're a vegetarian. And I'm like, but what about cheeseburgers? And, <laughs> and they're like, no, you're a vegetarian. And so, okay, fine, I'm a vegetarian. And then they were like, Radley. And I'm like, what? And they're like, you know, you're off alcohol. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you are. I'm like, what about martinis? <laughs> like, you're off alcohol. And it was like, if there was a list of things. And, you know, I always like to tell people, it's like, hey, the angels were not in any way trying to t- be mean to me. They were trying to make me an energetic alignment with what I said I wanted to do for a living, for what I wanted to do with my life. And those things were out of alignment for Radley, not for anybody else. I'm ne- I do not preach. I do not preach about any of that stuff. Kindness to animals, I, I might get on a soapbox. But other than mm-hmm. that, I don't preach. You know, so, um, but it's whatever your guidance is. If you follow that, you'll be amazed at how your life will start to change, how the pieces of the puzzle, how the things that you want, how your dreams will start to manifest, how it'll be little things at first, and then there'll be some big thing that you're just like, holy heck, where did that come from? You know, and suddenly things start to happen. And if, if, but listen to your own inner still voice and make a conversation with the divine. Find a way to talk to the divine. And there's lots of ways to do that. I love angels. That's the way it works for me. And anybody can talk to angels. Anybody. Mm-hmm. And everybody has angels. Everybody. So they're just there waiting for you to ask for help. But you can't just ask for help and then not listen. You have to ask for help and stay awake and pay attention, and look for the signs, and listen, and then act. Mm, beautiful advice. Radley, this is the perfect opportunity for us to go to a short break. Okay. So for all, all our listeners out there, uh, just quickly want to let you know what's coming up locally here uh, in Leduc, Alberta, Canada. On January 7th, we have our Reiki share that is free and open to everyone and anyone who would like to come and experience and share Reiki. On January 14th, we have our Level 1 Yusui Reiki class. On January 21st, we have our Crystal Healing Level 1 certification class. And on January 28th, We have our Yusui Reiki level three. So we will see you on the other side of two minutes. 
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience to create a powerful and effective modality of healing. Each session is unique, tailored to your individual needs, and can be done in person or from any distance. Are you searching for your purpose, soul path, soulmate, or healing for mind, body, and spirit? Are you seeking relief from anxiety, depression, chronic illness, fatigue, or codependency? Book a healing session or receive a free email consultation today. Visit the services page at sundrahealing.com. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience and their twin flame connection to create powerful, transformational journeys through their classes, workshops, special events, and retreats. Join Rebecca and Boyd on your journey to deepen your connection with spirit and access divine intelligence. This allows healing, creates miracles, and manifests a life of joy and abundance in alignment with your highest good. Visit the classes page of sunderhealing.com and register today. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking with Radley Valentine today. And as always, we are open to uh, questions and comments from our listeners. And we've had one uh, email here, and this is from Evangelina. And it says, Dear Boyd and Rebecca, I would love a reading today with your special host, Radley Valentine, regarding what 2017 has in store for me. It has been a rough two years, and I am looking for some guidance. Thank you. Okay, so um, <clears throat> what I'm going to do first is I've pulled out Archangel Power Tarot cards. Um, this particular deck is a deck that we really like for building people's self-confidence, helping them to manifest whatever it is they're wanting to create. And Evangelina's um, question sounds like she's had a rough couple of, of years and could really use um, something that would help booster her confidence and make her feel better about 2017. Whoa, jumping cards. Okay, so we'll set those aside and get back to those. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do for her is I'm going to pull four cards, and these cards are about... 2017 in the four quarters. So the first three quarters, that's between January, February, and March, the card is Eight of Raphael. Now, this is a card I really love because there's a lot of cards in tarot that are that talk about change that might be sort of forced upon us or the need to make changes or something bad's going to happen. But this is a card. It's a really beautiful card. You, if you could see it, it's a woman. She's got her trusty dog with her. She's about to cross a bridge because she's walking away from us over a river towards Archangel Raphael. And what this card is all about is the desire to make a new life, that there has to be something more. There has to be more to life than this. It can be a spiritual quest. 
Maybe it's a need to get out of a relationship or out of a career to move on to something else. But it's this knowingness, this this inner knowingness and a peace that comes with that knowingness that everything is going to be okay if I just move on. For um, April, May, June, it's Page of Gabriel. Well, you couldn't want better than that. It's follow your passions. You're ready for any challenges, opportunity for excitement and adventure. Page of Gabriel is an awesome, awesome opportunity that just sort of falls out of the sky for us. So by her doing the, the, the necessary work to walk away from whatever it is she needs to walk away in her life and move on, wonderful opportunities come to her. For July, August, September, it's the moon card. Now, this is a card that really does ask you to listen to your intuition, to face your fears, to grow stronger. So she, um, Evangelina might find herself going finding herself a little bit nervous about the opportunities that she's gotten. Maybe she's starting to fall back into a lack of self-confidence. Maybe she's starting to feel this sense of, oh my gosh, what have I done? (laughs) But she needs to keep moving because October, November, December is the chariot. And that is a card of great success and happiness and joy. Um, It is career advancement and it's acknowledgement of success by other people. But it's success that comes from hard work. It is success that comes from hard work. She had three jumping cards, which is a lot, but I read those cards in summary as seven of Michael, King of Gabriel, Ten of Gabriel. There's a lot of Gabriel here in this reading, so she might want to start working with Archangel Gabriel. And um, so those cards together basically say you've been on the wrong path, get on the right path, great things will happen for you, and you don't have to do it all alone. Beautiful. It is a beautiful reading. Yeah. It's one of those light at the end of the tunnel, which is always a blessing. 2017 is going to be great for her, but she's going to have to have the courage to, to move forward, you know, to go after what she knows is right, go after what she wants, um, to go find that something more that's waiting for her. Mm. Thank you for that, Radley. Sure. Uh, since we're kind of in the reading mode here, <laughs> uh, I think Boyd and I both actually would love to know uh, which angels that you see uh, helping and, and guiding uh, ourselves and okay. our guardian angels, whoever that may be. Sure. Who's, who's working with us? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know you know that you have Raphael with you. I mean, you guys just glow emerald green that you know he is the archangel of healing um and he's also the the archangel of true love and you two have those two things together so it's it's so it's it's lovely that he hangs out it's it's like i'm i i have a tendency to um do automatic writing when i'm doing this kind of work and i'm literally drawing right now a thing that looks like the sun but in my mind it's emerald green and it has Raphael hanging over it and I've written Rebecca and Boyd and it's like those those green rays just flow right over you two um so that's that's really super cool um mm-hmm. um do you guys work with archangels much Oh, yes. Very much. Okay, okay. So Raphael should not be a shock to either of you. No. Um Gabriel is probably not a shock to you at 
either. Um, Gabriel is the archangel of communication, um, of creative types, of people who speak, who teach. Um, and so you've got her copper glow floating over as well. And then you've got Michael. Uh, usually I see archangels in four, but maybe they just feel like uh, that the three of these are re resonating so much energy for you that you've got those three. Michael is important because he's Michael for Michael is important for protection and safety. And I think it's for the people that you guys work with or teach mm -hmm. to make them feel safe and protected, but also to help them to cut their etheric energetic connections to the past so that they can be free. So you guys have this swirl swirling of, of royal blue, emerald, and copper that's just flowing around you. Do you have guardian angels? Everybody does. So right away for Rebecca, I got Selena, and it's C-E-L-E-N-A, Selena. And, oh, that's a really interesting one. I've not heard that. Thackeray, T-H-C-K-E-R-Y, Thackeray. For Boyd, Evelyn comes through, and S Sasha, S-H-A-S-H-A. -S now, this is really interesting because I've never seen this before. So there is an, a guardian angel named Matthew that seems to be floating between the two of you. And, and he's using the word emissary for the connection between Rebecca's guardian angels and Boyd's guardian angels. So that's that he says that he is part of the reason you met. He calls himself matchmaker. He also <laughs> floats just right under Raphael. And we know that Raphael is a bit of an arch, uh, archangel um, um, matchmaker. So, so, do you want me to continue, or you want me sure. to stop? Okay, so <laughs> Selena says, Dearest one, you are so beautiful. It is my delight and honor that I spend time with you each and every day. You have completed the task of forgiveness in so many ways that are an inspiration to those who hear your story. You have so much more light to shine and Thackeray and I will be there for you as that light intensifies in the coming year with love Selena Sasha Dearest Boyd, you are such a strength to the world. There is kindness 
in your string. We mention, oh, okay, strength so many times because Bradley is <laughs> a symbolism nerd <laughs> and he knows the meaning in Tarot. So it is guided direction, compassionate. Um, what's the assertiveness? There we go. Gosh, compassionate assertiveness and the ability to make a true and lasting change in the world. Love, Sasha. There you go. Thank you very much. Yes, truly, that was beautiful. Uh, just exactly what we needed to hear, too. Which, yeah. Of course, Good. it always is coming from the angels. <laughs> yes, right, exactly. They know what you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, that was really nice. Uh, definitely, we were aware of the archangels that you talked about and them being there, but uh, I had never been able to definitely connect for for the names of uh the others so that was beautiful yeah. yeah the the fact that you you nailed Raphael being with us in the emerald green um, our healing rooms are actually painted the color as well to to resonate well, that of course they are <laughs> <laughs> so radley yes i'd like to go back to to the fear part for people okay and you know, you've talked about listening to our guidance and, you know, following that direction. What happens when we just get to that place where we're so afraid to maybe let go of of where we are and, and take that leap of faith? Yeah, that. <laughs> you know, it's I, th I think that one of the things that helps is, first of all, definitely taking baby steps. If you're really, truly afraid of doing the big thing and because you're not prepared, then doing baby steps. The, the CPA that still lives in my head somewhere um, always says to try to have a plan and so that you can um, have little steps that lead to bigger and bigger steps. Asking your angels or the divine or source or heaven or whatever for signs along the way um, to encourage you that, oh, look, um, I was thinking today about whether or not I was going to, you know, um, um, go after this magical thing I want. And there it and the song Magic by the Cars just started playing in my in, in, in my <laughs> car, you know, things like that. You know, the angels really do like signs. They like to talk to us that way. And. But the thing about it is, is that you have to be awake. It's like I said earlier. And we have this tendency as people to get up in the morning and say, okay, angels, I need a sign on whether or not I should move on and become a spiritual teacher. And then what we do is that we, we start getting ready to dress for school 
getting ready for work, getting our kids dressed for school. We drop them off. We get to work. There's a big deadline. There's this, there's that. The other thing that happens, we come home, we get the kids, we feed them, we put them to bed, and then we sit down and we're disappointed that the angels didn't give us any signs. And yet... If we had just been awake and paying attention, we would have noticed that that we had turned onto Angel Boulevard at one point, that there was a car in front of us that had the license plate that was 444, which re- means angels are with you. Then we we got out of our car and we didn't look down. There was a white feather on the ground where we parked, and but we think there were no signs. We weren't awake. We weren't awake. And, and so I happen to be one of those people who literally believes that just about absolutely everything that happens is a message. And I pay attention to everything. And and so if you want encouragement, if you want encouragement from the universe, you've got to be awake. You have to take some action, even if there's small steps, that lead to bigger steps. Let your courage be built up by the angels or by heaven or by God, let them build up your courage. And and when it when it comes time to make that step, to make that leap, it'll be a it'll be a whole lot easier. You'll have more confidence. You'll have more a sense of this is the right thing for me to do. And um, so that that's what I basically say to people. You know, and it's like you know, lots of times people will go to an event like I can do it. And, and you get really charged up, you know, and, and I've, I've seen this so many times, people taking our CACR course and live in person or something I'm doing and, and they get to the end of the course and they're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm going to quit my job, divorce my husband and move to Hawaii and become a Reiki master, you know, (laughs) and I'm like, okay, you know, I, that, I understand that you might think that's your guidance, but right at this moment, you're high, (laughs) You're high. Yeah. So so let's pick one of those and reflect on it. And, you know, I'm not trying to be a, a downer to their dreams. I'm just trying to say, let's not jump off the cliff. You know, we want to take a leap of faith, but we don't want to jump off a cliff. So and there's a difference. Yes, that's very, very yeah. good advice. Take your shoes off, dig your toes into the ground, and reground yourself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This is another perfect opportunity for us to go to a break. So we will see everybody on the other side of two minutes. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience and their twin flame connection to create powerful, transformational journeys through their classes, workshops, special events, and retreats. Join Rebecca and Boyd on your journey to deepen your connection with spirit and access divine intelligence. This allows healing, creates miracles, and manifests a life of joy and abundance in alignment with your highest good. Visit the classes page of sunderhealing.com and register today. 
Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience to create a powerful and effective modality of healing. Each session is unique, tailored to your individual needs, and can be done in person or from any distance. Are you searching for your purpose, soul path, soulmate, or healing for mind, body, and spirit? Are you seeking relief from anxiety, depression, chronic illness, fatigue, or codependency? Book a healing session or receive a free email consultation today. Visit the services page at sundrahealing.com. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are having an amazing time here with Radley Valentine. And we want to take a moment and announce the contest uh, that we have going on. Radley has uh, donated and come up with this idea to give away five of his tarot card decks. Uh, it's all all the different decks, whether they're going to be tarot or oracle. And so in order to enter into this contest, uh, there is an entry, little entry form uh, fill out online. Now it's on Radley uh, on his Facebook page. It's on Sundra Healing's Facebook page. It's been blogged all over online. So if you Google Awakened Hearts and Radley Valentine and Contest, you'll have a link come up there that will uh, give you the place to enter your name in there. And what's going to happen is the contest will be open until December 31st. So you've all got time to enter. And then when the five winners are selected, you will need to know the secret word in order to redeem your deck of cards. And that secret word is going to be, surprise, angel. <laughs> angel is the secret word. Nobody saw that one coming, right? <laughs> so make sure and uh, enter into the contest. Don't miss out on that. And Radley, we have another listener. Uh, his name is Orlando, And... His birthday is tomorrow. He is turning oh, yay. 31. Now, I maybe I shouldn't assume he, Orlando. I've never heard that name before. So, but I, that, that's the direction I was going with that. Uh, would love a reading regarding what's happening in 2017 and also uh, the name of his guardian angels. Uh, this will be the first reading that he has ever had. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll be gentle. <laughs> so I'm switching to Angel Tarot cards. All right. 2017 for Orlando. Well, okay. Wow. Okay. It's so interesting. There's obviously something going to be kind of going on in the world in July, August, September that makes people a little nervous because once again, we've got this really great reading and uh, the only part of it that's a little bit of a challenge is the third quarter. Uh, so that was just like Evangelina. So the first card is the Empress and the second card is the Emperor. So that's, that's a really great combination. So for 
In, in tarot, for people who don't know, and for Orlando, the first 20 uh, um, two cards tell a story. They tell a story of life, and it's about incarnating into this life and then about discovering, hey, look, I can move stuff around. I can, I can manipulate the world. And the next card is the high priestess, and the high priestess is this card where it's like, but I don't know what I want, don't know what I want to do with that, with that information and that ability, so I'm going to go within. And so the next card is the empress, and that's the first card that Orlando has for January, February, March. And what that basically card means is, okay, Okay, no more sitting around thinking about what you want to do. Do it. So it, it's, it's, it, this card is ruled by Archangel Gabriel, and it really wants you to go after things. It's a card of great creativity, but it wants you to go after your um, dreams and to, to start taking action. It's really important. Now, the thing about the Empress is it's really fantastic, exciting, energetic, creative energy that that can go sort of all willy-nilly. And so the Emperor wants us to know that when we try to make, do creation all willy-nilly, that can turn into chaos. And so the Emperor, which is April, May, June for him, means get organized. Okay, so it's almost like starting a new company or starting a new life path and you just do a whole bunch of junk and then you realize come April, you know what, this is getting out of control. This is, it's great that it's going well, but it's getting completely out of control. And you, so you stop and you regroup and you get structure and discipline and organization there. Um, because if you don't, you, it, things are just going to continue to careen out of control. The third card is Eight of Air. Eight of Air is a card that's about a lack of self-confidence, being afraid to take action. Um, it's it's an illusion of being trapped, but it's just that it's an illusion. So during July, September, October, uh, Orlando might fi- might feel like I just, I'm feeling a little confined or I'm not feeling confident. So interesting that that was the same kind of energy that Evangelina had. Um, but come October, November, December, we've got 10 of Earth. And 10 of Earth is a very happy card. We're talking about financial abundance and prosperity and a certain amount of financial security, feeling like you've found, re-found the magic in your life. Um, um, it can, if Orlando has a family, then um, it's a card of feeling like you're caring for your family in a very um, uh, responsible way. But you know, it's 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 a really great reading from the standpoint of it being very positive. It's just got that little glip in the third quarter where it would be time and, and to not fall into to a lack of self confidence, not listen to the ego in in the false belief that we're ever trapped. We can always do something, and and if just get through that period. And gosh, the end of the year looks great. So that's 2017. For Alendo. And so Guardian Angel Names. Okay. I love how I get names all the time that I've just never heard of (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) So I got Devereaux. D-E-V-E-R-E-A-U-X. Devereaux. And that energy feels male to me. And then... (laughs) 
Okay, I don't even know if this is a name. Salista, S-A-L-I-S-T-A. And that energy feels female to me. And so Devereaux says, <laughs> okay, so you have to understand that guardian angels talk to people in the way in which they most can hear them, okay? So, for example, my primary guardian angel, Joshua, when I was a kid and I was getting you know, beat up on and stuff. All I wanted was a big brother to protect me. That's all I wanted out of life. But it wasn't going to happen because I was the firstborn. <laughs> so, so Joshua speaks to me like a big brother, you know, and he'll make fun of me and tease me. And that's the way my family talked to each other. We teased each other. It was a thing of love. And so someone else would hate that, right? They would hate that. Um, that's not what they want their angels to do. They want their angels to say, dear sweet one and all that kind of stuff. But Orlando must be a guy with a, something of a sense of humor or um, a certain youthfulness because Devereaux starts out with, come on, dude. <laughs> 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 you know what to do. What are you waiting for? You have all this talent in the world to complete the life change you are looking to accomplish. Seriously, Celista and I are here and, <laughs> and we're getting impatient <laughs> <laughs> and bored. <laughs> Use us, come on, ask us for help because we can't help if you don't ask. And then open your eyes to the signs we're leaving you. We're talking billboards here, mister. <laughs> <laughs> billboards. <laughs> Pay attention. Let's change everything. Devereaux. So very different, very different voice, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Very different yeah. voice, but probably the kind of voice that Orlando reacts to. Right? Resonates. Yeah. Yeah. He I might need that. a wake he might need a wake up call. So he just got <laughs> one from his angels. Yeah, we all need those once in a while, don't we? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay, wonderful. Well, happy birthday, Orlando. Yes. Thank you very much for, for writing in. Uh we also have a couple. Uh, Olga and Alfredo, and they are from Argentina. And life has been hectic for them, and they can't seem to find a way out to better take care of themselves. They would love whatever guidance or advice for 2017 okay. and for now. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I want to go back to Archangel Power Trove cards for that. Okay. So what I'm doing, if you could, if if this was television, 
is you would see me laying out four cards, four for Olga and four for Alfredo, and they're on top of each other. So, so the first quarter for Olga, we've got two of Ariel, and this is life feeling really out of balance. Uh, she may be trying to juggle too many jobs. She may be trying to juggle uh, career and personal life, um, but life is not feeling very much fun and it needs to feel more fun. Alfredo, a queen of Raphael, a love of home and family, um, but um, a, that's a very nurturing energy, a very concerned energy. Um, um, so it's like the two of them need to kind of like get fun in their lives one way or the other. I don't care if it's sucking helium out of a balloon and talking to one another. So I don't care how silly it is or how little it is, but there needs to be some fun and there needs to be compassion. So it's like that's the energy in the first quarter that the two of them need to be working on with each other. The second quarter, things start to change because the first card for Oka is solutions, and that's good. We needed some solutions. And the second card is two of Gabriel, which is a card about – bold and ambitious choices that where great progress is possible. So they're going to see in the second quarter, um, a lot, things get a whole lot better. They're going to see how to get a way out of where things have, they've felt trapped and they're going to have the opportunities to do that. In the third quarter, we, uh, have broken out a little bit of our little thing about where it just seems challenging in third quarter. It's not so bad. And for Olga, things start to feel really good. Love of blessings, um, harmonious. I think the relationship is going to take a great shot upwards. They're going to get closer to one another in 2017. And she's really going to be feeling that. He's still going to be, he's got Ace of Michael. He's got a great idea. He's got a great epiphany. He's got to be careful not to let the bumps in the road to bring him down, to keep him from continuing to move forward. He's going to feel a little bit like, oh, I had this great idea, but it isn't working. Keep going. Um, and finally, we have seven of Ariel and eight of Michael. And so this is plans well laid uh, and the need to have a little bit of patience. Eight of Michael is freedom and also a sense of finally knowing what direction we're supposed to be going in. So this all together basically says they're going to find those solutions that they need. They're going to be able to get those into motion. I don't think they're going to be fully realized till 2018, but they as a couple are going to be stronger and feeling the love a lot. Beautiful. A new beginning. Yes. Wonderful. Radley, we are, we're in one minute left of the show. So, in, in 30 seconds or less, can you share with our listeners what's most exciting coming up that they can get involved with what you're doing and how they can reach you? Um, Facebook.com slash Radley Valentine, Instagram at Radley Valentine, RadleyValentine.com. Um, I have a radio show on Hey Hess Radio uh, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific. And uh, I have my Ask Rad Facebook live show every Sunday at 11 a.m. where I do free readings for as many people as I can. And it's good. Awesome. So tune we in. tuned in yesterday. It was great. Thank you so much for being here today, Radley. It was truly such a pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes. And to our listeners, you've been listening to Awakened Hearts. Join us next week, same time, same place. 
where we can further awaken, grow, and expand on this amazing spiritual journey together. We wish everyone a happy holiday season. From our hearts to yours, namaste. namaste. Thank you for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week.